Welcome to the Joint STEM Initiative podcast, produced by Queen City Robotics Alliance. Hello, I am Kai Wen Chen, your host for this bonus episode that we are going to talk about Forex Conference. Forex is the first woman in tech conference here in Charlotte, created by Jocelyn Kuhn. You may remember her interview in our other episode. We spent some extra time to discuss why and how she created the conference. Let's take a listen. Yeah, Florix. Florix. Tell, tell us a, a little bit about what that is and more important, why you even started. Sure, so Florix is um, at its core, it's an event for um, women, non-binary folks um, in the technology industry. So as I mentioned before, like women are very underrepresented in the tech industry and there's a lot of sexism and um, inequality, which often services as unequal pay for doing the same jobs. Um, but at least for me, like when I was starting off, I didn't have necessarily like all the training that some of my coworkers had who's had computer science degrees. They knew they wanted to do engineering since they um, started college. Um, but just being in an environment where I really stood out, uh, especially being in the Southeast, like there just aren't as many Asian Americans here. So to just be predominantly surrounded by like white male colleagues, it was just really lonely. Um, I remember going to happy hours and then people were just always talking about like football games and stuff, which is not necessarily um, tied to like that demographic, but it wasn't something that I really related to. So I really started Flurix um, hoping to form a community that um, was just supportive and people could find um, others that were in similar situations that they could relate to rather than, um, you know, as we're trying to move the needle and get more women and more diversity in, in technology, you might not find um, people that you can relate to well in your direct like team or within your coworkers, but maybe you can find it in this other community um, that uh, meets like once a year. So that was one part of it. Um, we are a conference, so we're just an annual conference and I really wanted to celebrate women in technology. I think there's a lot of negativity when you think about, you know, why are women underpaid? Um, why aren't we represented? Um, but really I just wanted to spotlight, like look at all these cool things that these women are doing. Um, most of our speakers are female. Um, we try really hard to have a diverse lineup so that um, people like you and me can see role models to aspire um, to be like. And the other um, topic that I wanted to address with in starting Florix was like when people think about technology, they often think about software engineering and that's it. They think, I don't know if I can be in tech because I don't want to be tied to a computer all day. I don't know how to code, so technology isn't for me. When in reality, uh, technology is one of the uh, most versatile industries. There's graphic designers. Like I have friends who are full-time artists, but they work for tech companies and they absolutely love their jobs. I have friends who like writing, um, who deal with marketing materials. They deal with training documentation. Um, there's people who are very people-facing. They don't spend much time behind computers at all. They're always um, in meetings. And all of these are different careers within technology. And I wanted to um, 
kind of elucidate like these are the different paths um technology has all this opportunity and i strongly believe that um anyone could find a fulfilling career in tech if they wanted to great so you got a pretty good um array of sponsors and how you get a whole lane and just kind of curious you 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 know, all things considered, you're kind of young, but how you got all these heavy heater baking you up? Um, that's funny. I When I started the event, um, I had just moved to Charlotte. So I was in a community where I hardly knew anyone. I had just graduated from college, just starting my career. So I didn't really have a name for myself. And when I started fundraising and just um, trying to craft my vision for what I wanted Florix to be, I felt very much like I was running a startup. So it was, you know, some cold calls, some, um, hey, can you introduce me to so-and-so? It was very much like learning as I go. So I am actually very, very shy. And uh, the thought of like, how can I sell these like executives on this idea that is has not been proven out? Um, and honestly, like some of those initial pitches, like I, crash and burned and it was terrible but you just kind of you learn from those and you keep going and I think that um what really resonated with all the sponsors was just the the passion that I had to get it to get it going and um entrepreneurship 101 what I was starting didn't exist so I think that people recognized that there was a need for it in Charlotte and the, the greater southeast um U.S. Uh, and that was one of the driving forces for why I started to begin with was I couldn't find an event like that here. I didn't want to have to fly to a conference in another state where I had to deal with hotel costs. Uh, a lot of those registrations were, you know, several hundred to a thousand dollars for someone at my point in the career. Um, it just wasn't, you know, cost, it, the cost was um, cost prohibitive. So I really wanted something that was an open opportunity and um, that was reflected in our really low ticket prices as well as offering free tickets. So I think that was really appealing to the sponsors as well was, um, this is an investment in the community and, um, it's not a for-profit thing. Like almost every dollar that you pour into Florix goes back into the community. It's providing opportunities for those underserved populations. Um, so I think just a lot of our mission and messaging resonated with a lot of people and, um, from there, the fundraising really snowballed with people like, hey, I love what you're doing. Let me introduce you to so-and-so. I think they'll be on board too. Yeah, I think you as your background and in the community actually, you know, catch a lot of people's attention. And, and I think you are really smart at using that as a, a way to drive the good cause forward. That's great. Are you saying that the conference is low cost or free for the community? Yeah, so um, our tickets were $35 for the two-day event, and that included um, breakfast, lunch, and snacks, as well as, um, you know, like a t-shirt and like a tote bag, etc. So um, the cost of, you know, those meals for two days could easily be greater than $35. Um, so in that sense, it's very low cost compared to, you know, what you might pay for a similar event elsewhere, which would be thousands of dollars. Um, and 
in our marketing, we were very explicit to say like scholarships are available. Just email us if um, you can't afford this. Um, we also targeted different communities where um, we knew like the cost might be an issue or people that weren't already in the industry. Um, they probably weren't going to pay to attend this event when they don't really know what technology is about, right? So in certain situations, we wouldn't even say that there was a cost. We would just say, come to our free event. Um, here's the dates. Here's what we're, we're talking about. And um, we're able to get a lot of interest. Great. This is a great initiative for women in tech in Charlotte. Let me share their mission statement with you. Ferex aims to increase the number of women pursuing and thriving in technology-related careers by connecting women with an inspiring community and accessible resources that can help conquer common barriers to entry, retention, and promotion of women in IT. Check it out. It is something worthy to support. And this is it for the bonus episode. The production of this podcast is by Queen City Robotics Alliance with the supports from Charlotte Area STEM Societies, businesses, schools, and nonprofits. Queen City Robotics Alliance, also known as QCIA, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. QCIA's mission is nurturing the future workforce by providing practical and hands-on STEM experience for local youth. QCRA is home for several high school and middle school robotics teams where students learn how to run their teams like running a business. Together, students also develop outreach programs to spread STEM knowledge and training. Encourage kids from all kinds of backgrounds to discover how to reach their fullest potential in the STEM field. QCI is sustained by volunteers and sponsors like you. Come with your friends and family and join us to bring a better future for all children in our community. Please reach out to us or visit our website at quincityrobotic.org. Rate, comment, or like us to help others to find this podcast.